I am Mary Walter, and you are listening to the Team Gurus Podcast, where we feature wide-ranging discussions about the issues that matter on teamwork and leadership. We have real conversations with experienced and successful leaders focusing on the practical insights that help anyone wanting to be a better team member or team leader. I'm Brian Buford. Hello, listeners. Well, this is Mary Walter, and I'm joined with my partner, Brian Buford. Hi, everybody. We are here today to talk about too many meetings and too much work. We're finding so many of our clients are overscheduled in back-to-back meetings with no time to think, breathe, or get the strategic reflection that they need. Have you noticed this, Brian, in your work? I have. I've noticed it a bit with myself and a bit with my clients as well. I think we, we've noticed it together in some of our mutual clients. And I think it's gotten worse in the past year and a half with the pandemic as people have replaced their commute or drive time or office time with more work. So they are working more, feeling more frenzied, don't have those natural have-to breaks that are required and are just in back-to-back Zoom calls and utterly exhausted at the end of a day, sometimes on a Tuesday for the week. And so I think it's gotten worse, and I think we've, uh, we've seen it. Absolutely. You know, we're hoping to give you a few tactics, but before we do that, we thought about, you know, why is that happening? Yeah. I think some of this is when the entire company organization is working that way, it starts to be the expectation. And there can be a little bit of fear. If I don't work that way, if I don't show up to every single meeting, what will they think of me? Yep, yep. Fear of uh, something bad happening, fear of losing your job, fear of missing out. But fear can drive many, many behaviors. And I think it can lead to another kind of root cause, which is wanting to be involved uh, in everything and, and controlling many things and not being able to let go delegate, empower, or say, not now, has to be later, not a priority, which include making a trade-off or a decision. Yeah. And it's ironic because that the time spent in reflection and planning yeah. and doing the work that you may need to do versus talking and doing and say being in meetings yeah. um, is probably the most valuable work that many leaders will do. Um, right. Or in the one-on-one meetings that you're having with your direct reports and helping to develop and encourage them and remove obstacles. So critical. So yeah. I do think there's an opportunity here for people to be happier to be more productive, to be more efficient, and and to be more effective. And so we'd like to share a few tips. I think the caveat is this takes work. I think it takes hard work to try something new, but I think the ROI can be high. So our first tip is to protect your time with schedule rules. If you have an admin or if you're on your own, make sure that you are clear and what your scheduling cadence is for the week, what a typical week should look like, when you start, when you stop, the regular meetings that are occurring, how long they should be, and most importantly, rules. What are the exceptions? Who can trump who when they request uh, a reschedule or a new meeting? Because you can't accommodate everybody. If you say yes to everybody, you say no to yourself, you feel out of control, and ultimately you are not charge of your time or your calendar. So protect your time with clear rules. Hopefully somebody can help you with that and and hold yourself accountable. There must be some structure and boundaries so that you can do your most important work. 
Terrific. Yeah, I think remembering that your job is likely a thinking job. And because of that, your most important contribution is happening through your time investment. So where you're spending your time is the most important piece of work you're going to do. And so those rules can help protect it. Great tip. You know, the second thing we'd like to encourage people to do is to finish your meetings five or 10 minutes early. This is so challenging. I want to acknowledge that. And I also think it's so valuable. If you're the one running the meeting, if you want everyone to love you, finish five or 10 minutes early. If you're not the one running meeting, ask them if they could finish five or 10 minutes early. How do you do that? I've seen thing, a lot of things not work um, because there's so much resistance and people just want to keep going. However, I think the things that work, setting the intention at the very beginning of the meeting and saying, you know, our goal is to finish this meeting If it's 10 minutes, 10 minutes early, and then set an alarm for yourself. So set an alarm to go off, uh, giving you some space before. So if you say, I want to finish this meeting five minutes early, set the Mm -hmm. alarm to go off at 10 minutes before. Don't Mm -hmm. figure you'll remember. You will get absorbed in the content and forget what you're doing. So the alarm goes off. You say, hey, we got five minutes. Any last comments? And then close. Everyone will love you and you will give folks a moment to breathe. This time, if you just did that, every meeting would give you significant time back in your day to breathe and take a break. And if you would like a great example or to see a great model in action, hire Mary Walter as your coach because she is very, very good at this. Very disciplined at editing meetings and respecting clients' times appropriately. So great tip. Number three is to give your brain a break. Mary just said that your job is a thinking job. And I think it is impossible to be in back-to-back Zoom meetings or phone calls and then in the one or two minutes that you have between each meeting to catch up on Slack or catch up on email, it is impossible to keep sharp mentally and maintain your focus. Um, So take a brain break and what works for you might be different for what works for somebody else. Could be doing five push-ups, could be doing some meditation or some breathing. It could be taking a walk. It could be listening to loud music. It could be going to go get your daily harvest or protein shake, whatever it is. But allow yourself the downtime of not thinking, not focusing, not trying to solve a problem to just uh, kind of de-escalate your body and your mind and turn it off for a bit, turn the engines off so you can uh, regroup and rejuvenate. I love that, Brian. And I'm, I'm really uh, reminded of the fact that so many folks I work with have their best idea in the shower. Right. <laughs> why why is that? You know, yeah, yeah so running. So we've, yeah. we've managed to stop yeah. ruminating for yeah. a moment and you yeah. allow your wise yeah. brain to kick in. And so right. giving yourself that break will lead to strategic breakthroughs. It is yeah. absolutely critical. Yeah. And I would recommend also sometime during your day to make note of three things that are going well in your day. So mm-hmm. we get so focused on the problems, opportunities, solutions, and don't forget to take just a moment and say, what's going well today? What did I yeah. do well today? Reinforcing yeah. that will give you more of those yeah. successes and it'll keep you in a very positive mind frame. Number four, 
keep your priorities top of mind. Of course, easy to say, harder to do, but we think it would be helpful. It could be somewhere in your notes. It could be in a post-it note, but just know what your top priorities are, your top five or 10 or three. Almost doesn't matter what the number is as long as it's manageable and you know that it's in order. And these include long and you know medium-term priorities, just so that you can say yes or no or maybe or think about those meetings and interruptions that are put upon you so that you're clear on what your long-term game is and where it's going. Because for those of you in various roles, all of these projects are longer term in nature. It's daily wins, daily progress, daily effort. And so keep in mind over the long term, what's most important so you can make the most of your day. Terrific. And finally, uh, we would recommend some reflections. So Given that your time is your most important investment, your most important resource, take a moment at the end of your week or on Monday and look back and say, what was my ROI of my time investment this week? If there's a meeting that was not helpful to you, for gosh sakes, don't do it again. Mm -hmm. So take a look and say, that was not a good use of my time, or that was a terrific use of my time. So this is such an important strategic investment. Treat it like any other strategic investment and ask yourself, what was my ROI? Well, we hope these five tips are helpful to you. Try something out and try something new. We'd love to hear from you what works or if you have additional tips. And we hope that you have a great week and you do less, uh, think more, and have more fun in very important work that you're doing each day. Thank you.